0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode and a new series of It's a Groom's Life. Today with me I have Liz Daniels who's going to tell us all about her uh, equine businesses that she has, and obviously her previous life as a groom and working with the Inquestion industry. So, hi Liz, how are you doing today? Hi Carly,
1: hi listeners. Thank you so much for inviting me on to chat to you guys. I'm really
0: excited about uh, being a guest. So, thank you. Oh, absolute pleasure. And thank you so much for taking the time to come on and tell us more about you and your businesses so let's go back to the beginning then Um, would you mind just telling us more about like you and your um sort of your career how it all started working with the equestrian industry yeah, I'd love to. Um, I waffle quite a lot,
1: so I'll try and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so I was a typical horse mad um, little girl from non-horsey parents, um, which led me to go in and pestering people at a local riding school. Uh, from there, I started working with horses at the age of 13, just part-time, of course, around school and loved it and knew that despite everything my parents were consistently saying you'll grow out of it it was probably going to be a lifelong um passion and um, so in and around school I had a, um, a few part-time jobs which was um yeah which was super and then I think my first kind of proper job if you like um full-time job with horses was working for Jeff Billington um as his show jumping groom which was it just happened by chance and the most amazing experience ever I just loved loved it it was so good um and I think a few years down the line I realized that even though I really loved horses you know probably didn't physically have the longevity to be a competition groom forever and a day. And I'd always quite liked English growing up. So um, I sat and had a look at um, some universities and went to university to do journalism, which even though I didn't want to be a journalist, I knew that I wanted to potentially do something with the equine side, um, which is what I did. Um, And that led me to working with Lucy Catan at the British Grooms Association. And then I ended up working with Lucy for 14 years up until very recently. Uh, but alongside that along the way I've done lots of grooming jobs and had my own clipping business which is one of those more might things isn't it love or hate um, and also did my coaching as well which I really love and still um, still do so that I think is it in a, <laughs> in a nutshell there's been lots of other bits along the way but we've only got a finite period of time so I'll I'll stop talking
0: <laughs> no that's fine that's a great sort of introduction to what you what previous experience you've had and stuff like that so um, your business um, that we wanted to sort of talk about today amongst other things is um your website which is um equity is that right Can you tell us more about that yeah
1: so it's not just mine so there's three of us there's liz um somerville and lou um Schillings as well And it came based off the back of we run um, confidence camps for adults up in Scotland, which is like three day residential camps. You come bring your horse. It's a bit like pony club camps for adults that have missed out with a little bit of alcohol on the side. (laughs) Um, And it's yeah, it's such good fun. And that grew arms and legs. And what we really found that the equestrian community can be lacking a little bit. A bit of supportiveness occasionally um and we had a very um we were just lucky we had a really good concept that people enjoy um and so equity in the membership was born off the back of that people wanting to learn, wanting to further the journeys um but wanting to connect with really supportive people so we launched the website um so it's an online monthly membership, and we do we do everything we do um like bite-sized training videos for horses so different exercises it might be jumping or flat work or hacking and pole work we do lots of rider training exercises rider fitness we do downloads we do our own podcast um as well lots of blogs and we have i think the hub of it all is um a really good community and it just means that people can share the wins but also it's a place where the which is so important. Um, so, yeah, it's all quite crazy. So three of us, um, three of us do that. Um, and I think the grooming experience and, uh, you know, being a coach as well and a rider myself. So I ride competitively as well. I think it all makes for. I, you know I really get it I get that you, you look at your horse and you think oh my gosh has that got a swollen leg or oh I just completely messed up that in or oh my god that looks massive now it's one hole higher or what you know whatever it is um we really understand so that's um yeah that's I think um it's in a nutshell
0: Carly <laughs> it sounds like there's loads to do on there and how much is the membership each month? Oh, it's so cheap! It's fifteen pounds, which
1: basically is three fifty a week. So if you go to Costa, yeah. it's the price of a coffee, and that's and we wanted to keep it really affordable, so that it's not exclusive, it's not aimed at people that are you know in a a very lucky situation. It's affordable for everyone that wants to come and be part you know of that and um and you can come for a month and try it there's no contract to say you have to be there for 12 months obviously we'd love to (laughs) to keep you and we um but there's so much information on there now and so whatever you're stuck on um you know there's things on plaiting and clipping and hot clothing and you know rugging horses and as well as all the riding so it's a really it's a you know we try and keep it very affordable so everyone can come and join us
0: that sounds great and if there's anyone that's probably doing like say their BH um, stages I know you're not doing it for BHS um, purposes but I'm sure there's lots of information there that would probably help someone if they are doing like their exams or um, I don't know if it's called UKCC anymore but that other the other one that you can do as well um, that yeah. probably would help towards it as well.
1: It's so uh, yeah I think it's CIEC now isn't it Um that's changed but I think I think what it brings is a real life dynamic, and um, because we're not trying to replicate anything that's been out there before, we, and we're not, you know, at the top of a game in terms of we're not riding around badminton. We are real riders, real people. So it brings with the, you know, that real life perspective of, for yeah. everyone of all levels. It's um, you know, it, people wanting to learn and just be part of a supportive community. I think.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, as well, it doesn't matter how long you've been with horses, working with horses. You can always learn. There's always new learnings. There's always new techniques. There's always something that you, you feel like you've know, you know, you've got so much information and, you know, you're quite well, um, you're quite knowledgeable. But, you know, sometimes someone comes in with a new technique or a tip or something like that. And you think, God, that's 10 times easier. Why do I not do it that way or, or something like that? It's so
1: true I I keep saying the more I learn the more I realize the less I know which is so true isn't it but that is such the beauty of horses and I don't think you ever stop learning and if you're close to learning then it becomes quite you know um, you become quite stilted whereas I think it's so good and even if you open your you know yourself up to an idea and you think well that might not work for me and my horse at least you've got the benefit of the knowledge of knowing that that you know practice exists um so for example I learned a tip the other day from our group tomato ketchup on white legs I have never ever oh put tomato God. ketchup yeah. on my horse's legs anyway one lady posted in the group um she'd been in a surface that was quite dark um, you know the black rubber and a horse's legs were stained and someone else in the group said how tried tomato ketchup and I was like <laughs> wow okay oh my gosh it actually works so there you go there's a top tip tomato <laughs> <headshot>. ketchup
0: <laughs> that's amazing isn't it and you wonder how did their people get to that point how did they find that out in the first place did <laughs> someone just have tomato ketchup and just accidentally squirted it and then it just came out clean or I don't know there's obviously some science behind it must not there but yeah it's amazing I can't add any
1: anything to the science but I was just like my advice of um double shampoo with kind of purple shampoo was like yeah it felt a bit tame compared to get the tomato ketchup out
0: <laughs> and it's got to be a lot cheaper it's you know tomato ketchup doesn't cost much well say like cost of living now but like generally um ketchup's a lot cheaper than sort of certain brands of shampoos at least anyway
1: i don't know if you're competing under rules how that
0: would go down and maybe <laughs> <a>
1: heck, but
0: <laughs> everyday life maybe that's fine um so with the so how do you guys sort of come up with like content ideas um because i mean i guess because all three of you maybe come from different um or where do you three guys come within the question industry obviously you said you're a coach and you've been a groom and everything like that like where do the other ladies um what, what's their background like
1: Yes that's a really good um, question. Lou, um, her background is also as a groom. Um, She did a lot of traveling abroad um, and then Lou and I ran the equestrian confidence camps and in between that she worked for an arena surface company um, and also events running equestrian events. So she comes comes at it from that angle which is great. And then Liz is a rider and um, she was also a former groom and also has a vet practice. So she very much brings the, um, you, you know, the veterinary side of it, which is, you know, which is absolutely ideal. Um, and how do we come up with ideas? If I'm honest, we basically like say, oh, what are we struggling with at the moment or what's topical or, you know, what if I'm coaching? And there's something that I think I've actually been asked that quite a few times recently. That's always a good, um, a good one. So last week we did something on what rugs to put on, should you rug or not, and what rugs to put on because it's something that's quite topical and in the media. Um, it, the atypical myopathy is something that's been quite big this year, so that was you know another good one to do. Um, pole work exercises. I'm a huge believer of pole work exercises and hacking as well. I do lots of hacking. Um, so there's videos on that so it's yeah a lot of the time it goes back to you, you know your scales of training but also what you think people might mm. be struggling with and what's what's topical and sometimes I look at my screen I'm like oh what am I going to write about today <laughs>
0: <laughs> inspiration 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 <laughs> And how often does the um do do you um, update like the videos and things like that? Is it like you just do it once a month or is it more regular than that?
1: No, I think we're a bit ambitious if I'm honest when we when we set out because I um, in addition to this I also have um a coach and we do the camps and then I also have a full-time job running my own um, business called custard PR which is social media and marketing um, and PR and so I thought oh it will be fine so the answer to your question is we do two videos every week two blogs every week a podcast and a download is that seven basically every single day something new gets um that you get new content so there's something every single day that gets loaded so yeah on paper it's um you think oh that's really good and then behind the scenes we're like oh, wow, that's actually quite a lot. But it means that if you're on a dressage journey, for example, that we could put a jumping video out and it's not going to ruin your week because, you know, you've got six other days of relevant content. So we try and, you know, mix it up. And if you're um, a happy hacker, for example, then there's lots of things in there that don't require an arena or, um, so yeah, it just means that we can add the variety um, and hopefully, you know, give everyone something that they want. Yeah,
0: and I guess so, like members, um, something to look forward to every week as well, and and mixing it up, and maybe they could pick a video from say like two months ago that you've uploaded, and then sort of add it onto a video that you've loaded up that week, like a pole work, exercise, or something like that, and sort of mix match them all. I guess
1: we um I forgot as well. We do fitness Friday, so every Friday we do Rider Fitness with um a lady who is a PT um, and she does a lot of coaching for equestrians. So she gives us a rider specific exercise video um, every Friday, which is great because then we have fun doing it so at the moment we're on the little balance pod things trying to do lots of exercises um, and they're very realistic you know we know that people haven't got two hours to spend doing a workout so we try and keep them you know relatively short so there's the, the rider fitness side as well so it's a real kind of there's a lot of mindset things as well There's a real a whole
0: a, a wide range of, of variety I would say yeah, definitely, and like you just mentioned, like your other businesses there. So, how do you manage it all? Like, how do you manage a full time business? You know, your full time business, your confidence courses, running the website, obviously having a home life, and but well, it seems to work. Oh, bless you. And did you want to talk about your like confidence courses? Like I know you said they're based, did you say in Scotland they're based or do you do yeah. them virtually? How do you, how does it work and what's included in the courses?
1: So um, they are at the moment in Scotland, Lou does some dressage ones with Tom Graham, which are down um, near Aylesbury direction. Um, so we're based in Scotland um, in Fife. Um, yeah, it's, oh they're so fun you basically come with your horse for three days and stay over and your pony stays over and you get fed and watered and yeah it's just great you get flat work lessons and pole work and cross country for those that want to and um, grid work course jumping and it doesn't matter if you're you know cantering for the first time or you know jump in a meter for example it's um everyone's very very welcome um so yeah that's equity and confidence camps there in there in scotland um so yeah we do we had one lady that's been a few times from france like it's in insane and we get people from northern england and um, they're an absolute nightmare to get on because um they sell out in minutes which is so nice and everyone gets a little bit annoyed like why can't you do more but having just had the conversation with you how do you fit it all in that's yeah. why we don't <laughs> we you do anymore um, so yeah no, know they're, they're good for yeah I think it is it is a wide variety but it tends to stem from the same thing so one of the conversations that I always have with people that you know you should never judge your boot by a cover so you might you might be someone that is wanting to go over trot holes for the first time and someone else there might be wanting help with stepping up from 75 to an 85. But that person is still feeling exactly the same as the person that's going over the trot poles for the first time. And it's I think it's a place where you can be a little bit vulnerable to say I am a little bit worried or, you know, sometimes that comes from um, people having a fall. Sometimes it comes from people just a lack of confidence as they get older sometimes it's a change in circumstance you know they might have had a break from riding after having kids and then all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh it's not just me anymore and that realization that if you fall off it impacts on other people so there's a huge huge range but I think if people are willing to come and talk about you know, or, or openly say it's not even talk about it. It's not a therapy, you know, session at all. But just to say, like, I need help with finding a bit of confidence. It's very easy to lose confidence, and it takes a lot of building. But it also is based on repetition, so it's all about positive repetition in a positive atmosphere where you feel safe and not being ever scared. So it's okay to push yourself, but you should never be in that panic zone of like, "Oh my god, i I hate this. This is not okay." It's always just pushing at your own. Um, own I mean, speed so I think that's something that we do we cater the lessons to everyone individually so the person that's going over polls for the first time will never be in the same lesson as you know someone jumping 85 because that would have the opposite effect obviously yeah, of um, you know, damaging confidence but yeah it's um I think sometimes it's refreshing I don't know about you colleague, but when I grew up and was taught you know through the BHS system You were never allowed to say that you were scared or that you got hurt or that you didn't want to jump a fence. It was very um, much like you got barked at and you got told to get on with it. And you weren't allowed to be vulnerable, you know, and weak, whereas that isn't that isn't real life you know coaching is very different where I always say it's a three-way conversation between myself and the person on the horse and the horse because that yeah. you know has a massive amount to do with with that and sometimes if a rider's had a massive confidence knock actually the horse has had a confidence knock because maybe they fell or maybe they would you know whatever it is um so I actually coach a lot based on what I'm seeing the horse because they don't have any preconceptions of like I have to hide how I feel or anything they're just very you know they're there and they're living in the moment so it's yeah I think you can tell a lot from a rider about the horse and their body language as well
0: yeah I, I totally agree I mean I um teach at a local riding school it's a charity riding school and we quite often get a lot of clients um, who either haven't ridden for a long time or have had a fall or some other sort of experience where they've really locked um, have their confidence knocked and feel really nervous. And that's the first thing they will say, I'm really, really nervous. I'm really, really nervous. Quite often I find like maybe the first couple of sessions, quite often you're just talking and it's almost like a therapy session. Um, I don't know if it's just because it's our type of uh, riding school but you do find you're just chatting and sometimes just having the chat whilst they're walking, they're kind of almost distracted of what's actually happening. Um, And then once you kind of figure out what the, what, where the um, underlying sort of reasons why their competence is not in that is sort of almost do like a little bit of like reverse psychology and stuff like So you turned into a bit like a therapist, a psychologist, or something else. You come, you come like a bit of everything. It's not just coaching and, and sort of giving instructions. There's a lot more to the role than what people think
1: oh i definitely and it's also about controlling the bits you can control um like i use that technique a lot because if people are talking they're breathing and then once they're breathing everything relaxes um so yeah i totally 100 percent agree and i quite often say to people let's just walk like break it down into manageable chunks don't think oh my gosh i can't go and jump that course think about what you can do so for example can you get on your horse yeah I can get on my horse can you walk around yeah I can walk around well let's just go do that let's just have a walk around and then when you feel okay let's just have a trot and then you know maybe we'll sneak a pole in there and see how you feel so it it is a massive amount of psychology but uh, I mean you know I remember being a groom um and having an incident where I was absolutely petrified but I was more petrified of the person I worked for, uh, which wasn't Jeff, by the way, because I know we've named job Jeff. It wasn't Jeff, it was someone that I worked for as um a lot younger than that, breaking a horse. I was petrified of her and this horse started bronching. She was like, don't you dare fall off. And um I kind of think, you know, as a kid, that's probably okay. But now as an adult with yeah. kids, like I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't. I like I'm very um like with my own when I get coached, I very much like someone to be direct, but Equally, I want to be able to have a conversation if there's something that I really feel like I can't, you know, yeah. do to be able to express that and not be made to feel really, you know, silly um, about that. So, yeah, I think confidence coaching is a lot about psychology. I do stress I do have no qualifications. No, I in. don't either. <laughs> my god it's so it's so rewarding Carly isn't it when you get someone to do some it's not even get someone to do something when you help someone to be able to do something that they'd never in a million years thought that they would be able to do and for me I get asked like oh what's your biggest achievement with you know people I'm like I share everyone's achievements and I honestly don't like it makes no is getting on a horse or
0: Just wanted to apologise for the little editing clip there. For some reason, my laptop completely froze halfway through recording. So I do apologise, Liz, but we are back and back to the swing of it. Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) It's uh, the joys of technology, isn't
0: it? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay so before I start sort of rounding off the podcast is there anything that you want to discuss that we may not have covered so far or is there anything that you want to promote that we haven't covered so, you know at the minute?
1: No I don't think so I think um, I just love people to come and have a look at the the website which is equateam.co.uk just to have a little look and if they think that it's for them and we might be able to help it you know help them then that would
0: be super oh of course I can't wait okay so I always sort of round off the podcast with some quick fire questions they're just some silly fun things just to finish it off so generally are you a night in or a night out
1: oh, do you have
0: time to fire. go out <laughs> no I was going to say
1: it's meant to be quick fire. if you'd asked me 10 years ago night out but now I'm very happy with a night in <laughs> yeah uh tea or coffee Tea by the bucketful, an Ivy drip would be ideal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, wellies or
1: heels? Wellies, 100 percent Always in hoodie and jeans. So
0: wellies. Yeah, the uniform for equestrian is that's how it goes. <laughs> um sweet or savoury?
1: Sweet. I've got a very sweet tooth, which is probably why I'm not a size
0: eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love chocolate. I'm such a chocolate. Absolute chocolate. Yeah, I um, <laughs> <laughs> book or film
1: film um I, I really love reading but my career choice I think took a little bit of the enjoyment of reading because now I'm like always reading thinking oh I wouldn't have written that like that or I wouldn't have done that so film yeah. I just switch off and enjoy it yeah
0: are there any films that you've seen recently that you want you liked or have you got like a favorite film
1: um, I did. I, I mean, everyone saw the the Top Gun, didn't they? The the second yeah. one that was really that was really good. Um, I like a film that has got a feel good ending, but makes you makes you think. Um, I think one of my favorite films has got to be The Hangover, just because it makes me giggle yeah. every single time. So yeah, I'm all for a feel good film.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, And where can people find you? Obviously, you've mentioned the website there. If you don't mind, mention the website again and any social medias that we can find you on.
1: Perfect. So the website is, for the membership, is Um, equiteam.co.uk. We have a weekly podcast, which is Listen with Equiteam on all the usual podcast channels. You can find us on Instagram, um, on Equiteam Connected, and you can find us on Facebook, with learn with equity basically
0: just search equity team and you'll find you find <laughs> we'll, we'll find you <laughs> um and lastly just before i finish off um liz and the team at equity team have been kindly donating uh this month's prize with the podcast so uh every month i am going to be offering a competition for people who leave and write a review rate and write a review on any of the podcast platforms or if they screenshot and share two stories tag both of us in and do a mini review on there it will go into a prize draw each month and then we pick a winner and Liz and the team are kindly donated would you mind just telling us what you have donated for the prize this month I don't mind at all
1: so we've donated three months worth of membership for you Carly so that people can come and get a real feel for what we are about um and and see so that is the yeah um equivalent to 45 pounds which will take you through past christmas for all the blues and the the wet awful winter days that we've got ahead um so hopefully we'll get yeah get a few people
0: to to, to come and have a look and see what we're about oh i thank you so much for um the generous offer you've given us and I think it's a fab offer that you offered after explaining like all the content that they can get on that website it's more than um you know like you say a cup of coffee a week and stuff like that so thank you so much for um offering that and can't wait to pick the winner and give them all that free content so thank you so much that's an absolute pleasure thank you very much for the opportunity no, no problems at all. Um, so, guys, you know what to do. If you love this podcast, um, please screenshot and share um, on your Instagram stories. We would love to know you're listening. Obviously, go rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to the podcast to be entered into this month's competition. And I'll speak to you all on the next episode. If you listen to this episode, I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobset Fire Services, and the same on. Facebook. Facebook, Probs Equine Services. Um, If you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode.